Okay, this is your Monday morning podcast part two. This is the afternoon games, which we started recording. Well, two of them were still on. Uh, Michaela, I'm here with Michaela. Michael is away at the moment eating uh, Frankfurt and uh, pretzels and beer and bread and Frankfurt is on his way back. Um, yeah, the, the games that were still going when we started uh, recording, Michaela, was the Giants and uh, the Cowboys which I think uh, completely lost interest kind of pretty quick in that one. Uh, the Commanders and Seahawks still going too. Um, I mean, we might as well we might as well get straight into it. Actually, uh, the Dallas and New York are actually still on. It's amazing. The Cowboys are up 49 to 17. Um, with uh, this, I don't even want to talk about this. Like, I don't want to talk about how bad the Giants might be. Um, I'd rather talk about Dallas because we haven't talked with them a lot on the podcast. And they are, they are, they are a very strong team. Like especially those first two games, I thought they were lethal. Their defense just looked electric, and they looked hungry, and they looked fast, um, tackling very, very hard. So if we're, um, you know, we're talking about like 49ers looking very, very good, looking like they're they might be Super Bowl contenders. Um, I think we talked about, uh, you know, the Ravens if they kind of get their things together, maybe they'll maybe they'll go a little bit further. Um, kind of you know what like other teams that are kind of really high up there would you put Dallas Cowboys as one of those teams after watching them today dismantle a terrible Giants team but would you put them up there I would put them up there but the Cowboys have um the benefit of being in the NFC which isn't as loaded as the AFC in terms of teams um but I think the Cowboys are going to do what the Cowboys always do which is they'll have a good record and they will just peter out towards the end of the season or they'll get to the playoffs and they'll go crashing out in the wild card. I am I love the the Dallas defense. I love Mike Parsons, you know, I love that side of the ball. You know, I think Tony Pollard is great. I love CD Lamb. But I've always said that the Cowboys Achilles is uh, Dak Prescott. I'm not a big Dak Prescott fan. I think he's too inconsistent. You know, one week he could be controlling four touchdowns and um, the other week he'd be controlling three interceptions. Um, I think he's holding them back as well. He can be a little injury prone as well. Sometimes like I know that's not his fault. Um, but for me, he's not like a top tier quarterback. He's just kind of one of those guys that has flashes of being really good but then doesn't have the consistency to keep it going. Um, but, you know, I think they are playing well. Their record shows that they're playing well. Um, you know, looking at Prescott's stats, he has 13 touchdowns to five interceptions. You know, that's, you know, okay. You know, I, you know if I was a fan, um, I'd like my quarterback to probably have at least, you know, 20, nearly 20 touchdowns by now. Um, but the good thing is that he doesn't have a lot of interceptions and um, that was the main thing that I had issue with him over the last couple of seasons so he seemed to have brought that down um, but you know if I was the Cowboys you know I think if the Cowboys had a guy like I know he's not playing amazing at the moment like Joe Burrow or they had like a Jalen Hurts or you know one of those top three guys Josh Allen I think they'd be very 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 scary um, I think they would definitely be Super Bowl contenders if they had an elite quarterback like that um, but because they have Dak, I don't see them, you know, win the Super Bowl with him. Um, but yeah, they're they of course they're gonna bash teams like the New York Giants, like New York Giants have lost Daniel Jones, not that, you know, he's now gonna help them win games, you know, they're very poor with him as well. Um they have Yeah, if you're looking at if you're looking at you look at the comparison of quarterbacks, 
Tommy DeVito, like not, not his fault, by the way. I don't think the team's helping him out a ton. Dan, Tommy DeVito threw for 86 yards for total, and Dak Prescott threw for 404. I mean, it's just like two teams playing each other, just like an absolute blowout from Dallas. It's just... It's crazy, though, looking at last year, the Giants, you know, the Giants did very well last year, and I think they made the playoffs, and Brian Dable got, like, head coach of the year, and that was his first year as a head coach, and now it's just completely flipped the switch, but they shouldn't have given Daniel Jones that contract, that was the biggest thing, I think, like, honestly, I like, if I was a fan, I'd want him gone, I, I'd want him traded or, you know, let go um, by the start of next season. But realistically, because they've given him so much money, they'll probably give him another year. And um, so maybe they'll bounce back next year and, you know, get into the wild card. Um, but I don't see them going anywhere as long as he's the quarterback. They kind of need to do a rebuild. Um, so whoever the Giants are going to play, they're always going to get bashed for the rest of the season. You know, they're going to have a very high draft pick. And that's good. That's, that's the consolation at the end of the day. Yeah, um, I mean, I I I tend to agree with you on basically all those points. I just don't know where and why they would go with Daniel Jones for another year, but it probably is because you know they made a decision to pay him a lot of money, and they have to try and do that. Um, so we will see what happens with our um, with Dallas Cowboys going forwards. Personally, I do think you know they they have a nice shot now and a nice run for the playoffs. They're they're playing really really well they play like this I think it will be hard to beat um, I think if they do lose it probably will be Dak Prescott the Achilles heel he'll probably just have one of those bad games today he would say it was just awesome I mean he had four, over 404 yards 40 D's still true uh, an interception but just exceptional um, and then the the rest of the games uh, on the on the later were all were all super exciting. Like that one kind of was just a, a, a nothing game. It was it was kind of strange. No one had any interest. The other ones were constantly back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. The, the we only three other games was Lions, Chargers, Falcons, Cardinals, and Commander Seahawks. Um, all teams that are kind of relatively e- evenly matched. Like Lions got a good offense, like the Chargers' offense. Falcons and Cardinals are kind of like, mm, are they going to be a team or are they not going to be a team? Are they going to start playing? I don't know. Commanders and Seahawks, two good teams that no one's really talking about. So we had these three really interesting matchups, Michaela, and they all they all came down to the wire. I'm just seeing what happened at Seahawks here. I'm assuming it's another walk-off field goal. I see 29-26. But I want to start with the Lions and Chargers. Um because we love Justin Herbert. Who doesn't? Who doesn't love Justin Herbert? Uh, um, unbelievable quarterback. Uh, poor Keenan Allen got a, a bad shoulder injury. Seemed to be kind of like maybe it was a clavicle. And he was playing so, so good. But kind of got back into the game. Ended up scoring another touchdown. Um, and they looked really, really sharp. But the Lions just would not let them go. They just would not let them go. And at the end, the Lions kicked a field goal to win the game, to break hearts. And sometimes that's just the way to the cookie crumbles. Um, so is this Lions team now, like have they gone over their weird mishap with, with the Ravens a few weeks ago? Um, are they as good as they are? Do the Chargers throw us away? You know, what? are you still the big Lions fan? I know I am because I called them at the beginning of the season, so I'm happy with that. Like Gibbs looked good. Um, they're, they're like, Dan Campbell's a great head coach. I think they could, and they still look like they're going to be and finish a really good team this year. Yeah, I'm a I'm a really big Lions fan. You know, this was when I was looking at the games this week, the 49ers and the Jaguars, and the Lions against the Chargers were the two games that I really, really wanted to watch. 
Um, obviously, the Jags was a bit of a letdown. Um, they only scored three points, but this game was just unbelievable. I don't think it should have been as close as it was because I think the Detroit Lions are a much, much better team. Like The Detroit Lions are 7-2. and two. That's unbelievable for the Detroit Lions team where they were a couple of years ago. Um, and I was joking in, in one of the pro football chats being like, is it too late to switch my team to Detroit Lions? Because I really like what they're doing. I really like what Dan Campbell's doing. You know, I think they're on in one of their first drives or one of their first few drives they like got they went for fourth down three times like to have the confidence to go for that as well it's just you know it's really um the confidence to see you know your head coach doing that and actually converting most of them is um great to see you know um i think if they lost to the chargers it would have been I don't think the Lions would have deserved that because even though, you know, they did lose heavily to the Ravens, I think they're one of the best teams in the NFL. I'm really high on Jared Goff and just the team as a whole. Um, so I think if they had lost the Chargers, it would have been really, really unfair because the Chargers are not playing to their potential at all. You know, they have one of the best quarterbacks in the league. They have Keenan Allen, they have Austin Eckler, they have Khalil Mack, they have Jerome James, they have Joey Boza. Like they just have superstars at like a lot of the positions. And the fact that they're four and five is ridiculous. And I think their head coach, Brandon Staley, I think he needs to be fired in the next couple of weeks because he's wasting all the talent he has in that team. Yeah, they're um they're serious unit. You know, you're just rattling it off there. And I'm kind of wondering, kind of like, how are the Chargers four and five? I could just, like keep saying, like, how are they the, this this record? How's that team that record? How are they four and five when they've got those types of weapons? You just don't know. But that it's games like this that are very, very close and they just they just can't seem to win. Um so I'm just gonna actually look up their last their last few games. Um obviously they beat the Jets, um, they beat the Bears, they lost against the Chiefs. Um not too narrowly. They lost against the Cowboys uh, very narrowly. Um, they lost against the Titans narrowly, three points. They lost against the Dolphins, two points. A um, lot of very, very close wins. And you're looking at them at four and five, and there's three or four very, very tight games there. They're literally two or three points differences. There's a field goal. Um, you can see like that they're just they're not that team that can get over the edge with all those weapons. So maybe you're right. Maybe it is a coaching change that needs to happen there. Um, I'm not sure, but kind of similar to you, Michaela, like I'm, I'm kind of doubling down on the lions, like just looking at their, their weapons that they have St. Brown, what he did today and, uh, Mr. Like, you know, no pressure golf. Cause no one's talking about him. You know, they're, they're, I, I don't feel like there's any pressure on him at all. He's out there like zinging footballs. Um, Montgomery and Gibbs as as your running weapons and receiving weapons because you know Gibbs kind of turns into a receiver half the time. Um, it's it's looking like they're they are the real deal. Um, and then speaking of people who may not be the real deal, um, I don't think the Falcons can catch a break. I don't think the Falcons can catch a break. They look like a team that are determined to lose games. I I don't know why. Um, like I, I'm a fan of the Falcons. I like them. Um, me and uh, Young Way Kud, our kicker went back quite quite a ways. Um, but they look like a team like this. This Cardinals team don't look don't look amazing either. They're two and eight, and and the Falcons are four and six. Uh, they end up losing by a walk off field goal. Um, just again, there was all over the place. I don't know if Kyler Murray is kind of right back there again. Um, I mean Tyler Heineke had fifty five yards, one touchdown. Bijan looked decent, I think, for, for most of the game. Looked like a strong runner. Um, they couldn't seem to get uh, Drake London the ball very often, though. 
Um, maybe it's partly because Heine, uh, Heineke's in there and, you know, Ritter, like, they're just not the great patchers and they're not opening it up for him. Um, but yeah, again, it went down to the wire. It was actually an enjoyable game, but, like, I think if you're an Atlanta Falcons fan, they're just, they're so frustrating to watch. You're just kind of like, 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 what are we doing here? Where are we going here? Like, why aren't we winning more games? Why are we four and six? Why are we losing against the Arizona Cardinals? Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the Arizona Cardinals um, at all because I think, first of all, it's this. You think about how Kyler Murray came into that team. The, um, the 2018 draft, they drafted Josh Rosen 10th overall. And then literally the following year, they had the first overall pick and they drafted Kyler Murray. Um, I'm not a big Kyler Murray fan. I think he's very, very, um, I don't even think he's overrated because I don't think people are that high in him anymore. I think he had like one or two good seasons. I don't know how he won offensive rookie of the year when he did. Um, I think. I was I can't remember who I know there was a running back I feel like that year he should have won it over him could have been Josh Jacobs I'm not entirely sure um but I've never been a big Kyler Murray fan and like I know he was injured he tore his ACL um but I don't think he's the answer at the Cardinals you know there's a lot of drama surrounding him as well like about like he seems obsessed with like Call of Duty or something like that but like I don't think he's gonna bring the Cardinals to the promised land you know I think they should bring in a a quarterback either like a veteran like Kirk Cousins who we love Kirk Cousins here but you know he is going to be a love him he's going to be a free agent at the end of the year so um you know I think a lot of teams will be looking at him um or you know if they have a really if they end up with the first pick you know I they're obviously going to take Caleb Williams I I don't think they'd care if they had Kyler Murray and they should just trade him off but yeah um and the Atlanta Falcons like they're just like such a poverty franchise over the last few seasons like I don't know why they haven't addressed the quarterback situation since Matt Ryan has left they just bring in all these mediocre quarterbacks it was Marcus Mariota last year and now he's the backup at the Philadelphia Eagles you know they took a chance on Desmond Ritter which is fair because they they did draft him and you know kind of mid rounds of one of the drafts so that was fair they wanted to see what they had with him um, but Tanner Heineke isn't, isn't an answer he's just a placeholder at the moment and so I do think you know they need to go out in free agency this year and look for somebody or they need to draft somebody or they need to trade for somebody it's about it's about time they just finally get their guy in so they can actually maybe try and start doing something you know start trying being a contender again um but yeah just I wouldn't like I I think I picked the Falcons to win but you know looking back I probably shouldn't because it's like oh yeah Kyber is probably going to come back and he's probably going to win his first game back even though I'm not that high on them. Um, but yeah, it's, I think they're two really, really poor teams. I wouldn't have watched this game if you had paid me. Um, even though it was decent one, like, like you know, there was over 40 points scored, but I just, I don't enjoy either team. I think they're both very poor, but yeah, that's that's my thoughts on yeah, it. I th- yeah, I think I'm mean, kind of similar to you. Like, I think Arizona may need more help than just a quarterback. I think there's a lot of things they need to do there. I mean, even if a couple of years ago, like they get J.J. Watt, um, they get DeAndre Hopkins and um, I think Kyler Murray is playing really well and you're kind of like God this is like I think they're talking about a Super Bowl and I think that was only like two or three years ago and it just looks like night and day now it's just like well what do we have well we're not really sure we're not really sure we are now they won the game it sounds like we're talking about them like they're like they've just died or something like they did win the game and good for them and they've uh, they've a very solid kicker and you know we're talking about walk-off wins uh, this whole week and it did you know just to 
kind of transition to our last game. The Commanders versus Seahawks was a walk-off win again. It happened while we were talking about the earlier games. Uh, 29-26, they beat the Commanders, who were another good team, uh, 43-yarder. So it's kind of amazing. I think it was six walk-off wins out of you know the the 10 games or whatever this afternoon so kind of kind of crazy um and if you're looking at the the nfc there so like the the seahawks again like an, another kind of surprise or as, as they kind of open this up with i think the commanders and the seahawks are two good teams they might not be two great teams but they're two good teams they're a team that if you were playing in a wildcard game or first round of a playoff you could easily see them winning you know they, they could kind of beat a team just on on any given sunday but look at the nfc you've got the philadelphia eagles sitting atop eight and one then Detroit at seven and two, then San Francisco at six and three. We all like those teams. Um, I think that's that's fairly obvious. They all look like really, really good contenders. Philadelphia, Detroit, San Francisco. Um, they're going to do really well. Next after that is actually the Saints at five and five. And then Seattle at six and three. And then Dallas at six and three. So they're actually below it. So we're looking at like a really strange season here. We're at week 10. We're just over the halfway mark. Um, we have Eight weeks of football left before it gets into the real stuff that we all that we all love to care about. So, do you think the Seahawks can kind of go somewhere in the NFC here, Michaela? Or are they kind of are they kind of just they're just kind of petering out? Like, is Geno Smith the kind of guy? Is Pete Carroll doing a great job? Can you help answer everything about Seahawks, Seahawks please? Yeah, I do like the Seahawks. I'm you know I like the city of Seattle. I love DK Metcalf and stuff like that. And they're kind of, you're right, they're kind of a weird team that are kind of like, they have a six and three record, but I know that Gino played great last year and stats-wise he was one of the best quarterbacks. But again, I don't think he's the answer at quarterback. I think you need a bona fide guy where everyone's like, oh yeah, like he's, you know, like a, a top five quarterback in the league. I think Pete Carroll is doing amazingly for the players he has because I'm looking at them. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, the only players to me that stand out are like the, you know, Kenneth Walker and DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Like, you know, I think they could use a few more superstars, especially on defense. Maybe if they got a really, really good defensive end, like a like a Nick Bosa or something like that, or Miles Garrett, you know, I think they need someone like that. Um, but I think, no, I, I, I think Pete Carroll's doing amazing for the talent that he has. Um, you see, you can't really look at them and be like, oh yeah, they should get rid of the quarterback and bring in somebody else because you'd say, well, they're six and three, they don't need to get rid of the quarterback. But I think for this season, they're just a wild card team. I think they'll get to the wild card and they'll get knocked out by one of the other NFC teams. Um, I think if they manage to even, they're not getting to a Super Bowl, but like if they somehow managed it, they would be annihilated by the AFC team, I think. I think the only teams that wouldn't be annihilated by the AFC would be, you know, the Eagles, the 49ers, and, and the probably the Cowboys. You know, I'd be worried about the Detroit Lions because they did get annihilated by, you know, the oh, the Ravens. Yeah. So I wouldn't even, I'd kind of be like, uh, like you know, the, the, the Lions are definitely kind of be, going to be a team to look out for. I think they are now, but I'd be kind of like, I need to see them be, you know, one of the top dogs, basically. Um in Goff we trust, Michaela. In Goff we trust. Isn't that I love Jared Goff because I think, you know, when the, that trade was made for Stafford, I think people were like, the Lions got, like, the 
the well I, I think people were like well the Rams got robbed first of all but I think when people were looking at that trade they're like wow the Lions got that many first round picks and they got off he's a placeholder until they can get someone else but now like That's a I think job, his yeah. rankings were like he was 16th in his first season at the quarterback position out of everybody and then he jumped up to 8 eight in, in the next season and now he's 5th best overall going by stats and you know, I was looking at his stats last year, and I was like, "This guy's really good." I think people sleep on him a little bit. Like he's a really, really good quarterback, and I'm really happy for him that he got out of LA because you know, I don't think, you know, I just don't think they're a right fit between him and the Rams and Sean McVay. And then he's gone to a guy like Dan Campbell, who's like, even though he didn't have an amazing first season with them, we you know like he trusted them, and now look where he's gotten them. Like he's their guy for the foreseeable future. Um, but I'd still be worried for them. I'd still want that to see them beat someone like the Eagles or the 49ers to be going like, oh no, we're here. You know, you can give them a little pass for losing to the Ravens because the Ravens are a great team, but you need to see them be a great team before you can say, oh yeah, they can make it to the Super Bowl. And we will see, I guess we will see what happens. Yeah, the um, don't sleep on Seattle. That's what I say, folks. They're having a quietly good season. Um, as you talked about, like DK Metcalf's a great player. He hasn't been making headlines this year, but he's quietly having good games. Seven receptions, 98 yards, averaging 14 yards a carry. Tyler Lockett making a bit more headlines. He had eight receptions, 92 yards. And then Kenneth Walker, as well as you said. Um, Jason Myers, five for five on field goals. When you have a great kicker like that and your team like that, that is kind of quietly picking along and you're picking up three points, you're picking up three points, you're picking up three points, you score a touchdown, you know, you're racking them up pretty quick. Um, they could certainly be contenders. Um, and then going into tonight's game, just very briefly, um, do you have any uh, predictions for tonight's game, Michaela? Um, are you going to, you know, if you were on 888 Sport, uh, who would you be putting your money on, gambler responsibly? This I'm is the Jets and the here. I know it's I know it's the Jets and the the Raiders, Raiders. and looking at you know the Bills and the Broncos. Um, I'd be putting my money on the Raiders. I'm not a big Jets fan, and I think since the Raiders win last week, and Max Crosby seems to be really really hyped up about the interim head coach, so I think that's a good sign. Yeah, Max Crosby seems to be on something. He's like on that, like, you know, T-Swifty love or something. He's just juiced up. He looks like a different guy. He looks ready to go, ready to take people's heads off in defense. Yeah, so I think, you know, they kind of have nothing to lose. The only thing I'd be worried about is, the you know, the quarterback situation. I think, you know, I like I can't even remember the guy's name. who's kind of certain. 100% going to be worried about it. That's what scares me about a team like this, that they don't have someone settled there. Um, so just to be a little bit different, I'm going to go for the Jets. I like the Jets. You know, they can show. Yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those toying hostage games. Like if, like if I was betting, I wouldn't go near that game because I'm like, you could even. They're both not the best team. So like, like don't get me wrong. If Aaron Rodgers was there, you're going to be like, oh yeah, hundred percent the Jets. But the fact that Zach Wilson, like, like oh, I don't know, it's kind of a coin toss. And then obviously the Bills and the Broncos, you'd, you'd probably go with the Bills, even though the Broncos can surprise people and beat, you know, those top teams. But I would say the Bills should beat them tonight. Yeah, I will go, uh, I will go Jets and Bills uh, as well. And just on that very briefly, just as we're wrapping up, quick yes or no, will Aaron Rodgers play again this season for the New York Jets? Yes, I think he will because he's just making huge statements every week, second walking around all the time. And you know, he's on TikTok throwing passes from midfield and pregame and in practice and stuff like that. So it looks like he actually might be there. So who knows? Who knows? We will we will see. 
Uh, thanks very much, Michaela. Um, everybody, I hope you thoroughly enjoy uh, the Jess Raiders game. You'll probably get in the morning. You'll already know the results, uh, and you'll know that you know I was right. The Jets win uh, 34-27. Yeah, not a walk-off field goal. Um, so that's it. That's your Monday morning podcast. Thank you very much, and subscribe to this podcast. And Michael will be back in your ears tomorrow. Have a good day. <laughs>